And you tuned to Tigerberg on 104 FM. It's our weekly medical program. It's Bonanza Gesundheit with me, Denise Williams, and warm and hearty Tigerberg 104. Welcome to Alta Barnard Bull. She's dietitian at the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. And we have uh, quite a few questions for her. We will be speaking to the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center for the next couple of weeks, right up to December. And we have been speaking to various representatives already. And today we'll be hearing the role of the dietitian in the journey of the rehabilitation patient. Good morning and welcome, Alta Barnard Bull. Good morning, Denise, and thank you so much for having me. It's great having you. How's your day started? No, great. Now, I was going to ask, leave this question for later, but what do you enjoy most about your job? I think definitely it's interacting with our clients, being able to meet new people and new clients on a daily basis and definitely to make a little bit of a difference in their lives. Now, we need to explain that to our listeners today. When you say clients, what do you mean? At the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center, we provide special physical rehabilitation services for clients with disabilities. So, for example, if someone had an injury or an illness that leads to a spinal cord injury or a stroke, They need rehab to reduce the possible negative effect of the disability in the home and the community environment. Mm. And our main aim is to help our clients to become as independent as possible despite their disability so that they can once again become a fully participating member of society as they were before the disability. So I am the registered dietitian, as you mentioned, and I'm a part of the team and we provide support to the client on the rehabilitation journey. Love the word support. Alta, could you explain to us in general what the work of a dietitian entails? Yes, a lot of people think that dietitians are only there to help people lose weight. And this is definitely not the case. That's so true. I used to think that as well. Definitely. Like when I see a dietitian, I can't have my chocolate anymore. Yes. But a dietitian is actually an expert on diet and nutrition in all fields and in the context of all diseases. Nutrition is a very dynamic science, so we also have to constantly keep abreast with new information and make sure that we apply that when we treat our clients. Although it is a very broad field, I like to say that the essence of a dietitian's work is to either prevent or treat malnutrition. We must remember that malnutrition does not only refer to undernutrition, but also to overnutrition and also to micronutrient malnutrition. This means that someone has a lack or deficiency of very important vitamins and minerals in the body. And most illnesses can actually lead to some form of malnutrition if a dietitian is not a part of the team that treats or manages the client. Mm. Now, in the team, you manage persons with physical disabilities and that you've explained to us. So can you tell us a bit more about the role of the dietitian in the rehabilitation process? Yes, adequate nutrition is really very important for all people, but especially in persons with disabilities. Just to give you a little bit of background as to what happens, when someone has an injury, whether it is a spinal cord injury caused by a gunshot wound or a car accident or even a stroke, it's obviously a very traumatic experience. And often the person will lose quite a lot of weight during the hospitalization. To give you an interesting fact that research have shown that a person in an ICU in a hospital can lose up to one kilogram of lean body mass per day. That is muscle mass, not fat mass. Mm. 
So that means by the time that our clients arrive here, they are often very malnourished. And a lot of our clients then struggle to regain that weight, especially the muscle mass, because if they are disabled, they are not using their, their muscles. So they struggle to regain muscle mass. Someone that is under or severely underweight, that has very negative consequences on their rehabilitation, like a poorer quality of life, general weakness, and also definitely poorer outcomes in the rehabilitation process. However, a lot of our clients also regain a lot of that weight and then they often become overweight or even obese. For someone with a disability, even at a normal weight, because they lose that initial muscle mass, they often have a higher percentage of fat mass in the body. And that can, of course, put them at risk for obesity or certain chronic diseases like diabetes and cardiovascular diseases. Another very serious complication of disability is the development of bed sores or pressure sores. A bed sore or pressure sore is an area of damage to the skin and often also the underlying tissue. And it's usually over a bony prominence, so where the skeletal bones form hmm. um, prominences sticking out. That is often where the clients develop their, their pressure sores. So I think if I can explain what my role entails, I see myself as having a prevention as well as a treatment component to my work that I do. So for prevention, I hope to assist our clients so that they can achieve and maintain a healthy body weight and that they can optimize their diets so that we can reduce their risk for chronic diseases and pressure sores. The treatment part includes treating underweight or overweight or obesity with special diet, um, nutritional products or supplements. I provide nutritional assistance when it comes to the treatment of constipation, hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes, and many other disease conditions. A lot of our stroke clients also have a condition called dysphagia. This means that the person struggles to swallow or they cannot swallow at all. For our clients with dysphagia, it's very important that I work very closely with a speech therapist because the speech therapist will determine whether the patient can swallow safely or not. Mm. And my role will then be to prescribe a special or modified diet or even prescribe a tube feed if that is then indicated. And you tune to Tigerberg on 104 FM, Alta Barnard Ball, dietitian that's in the studio today, and she's from the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. And our discussion today is the role of the dietitian. And Alta explained to us that dietetics is a dynamic science. And hence, my next question to you, Alta, would be on nutritional impact in that community setting. Because ultimately, we talk called it the safe walls for the patient, yes, and yes. Uh, you have a multidisciplinary team. We could call on the dietitian, you could call on the nurse, the doctor, the physiotherapist, the occupational, the speech, language and hearing, the psychologist. But then it's time for the patient to go home and it's not that readily available. So let's talk about the community setting. What is the nutritional impact of a physical disability on the person and his or her family when it comes to the community setting, speaking about the dietitian. Yes, that's extremely important because the whole aim of the rehab is to assist the client to reintegrate back into their community and to also support the families as well. That's also a very important part of what we do. If a person becomes physically disabled, whether it's an injury or an illness, most of our clients, or a lot of them at least, are not able to return back to their previous work or employment. So this means that they lose their income. 
Most of our clients also require some type of assistance or support at home, whether it is to assist with meal preparation or, or feeding the person if they cannot do that themselves. So often the family has to appoint a carer or caretaker or one of the other family members has to actually also maybe quit their job so that they can support the person with a disability at home. So you're often sitting with a situation where there's sometimes not one, but a double loss of income to the family. And this, of course, will affect the amount of money that they have available for food, just being one of the things, obviously, that they need at home. A disability grant can be applied for, and I'm sure that our social worker will elaborate more on that. But often that amount is not always enough to replace the single or double um, loss of income and all the needs that the person with a disability has. This situation can then, of course, lead to a serious lack of household food security. This is basically a term that means that there isn't enough sufficient, safe and nutritious food for every person in the household, whether it is the, the person with a disability or the little six-month-old baby also in the household that has certain needs. The other important thing is that physical disability also has a very big functional impact on the person's ability to go and do things like, for example, buy groceries, prepare their own meals, or even eat by themselves at home. And if there isn't someone available that can help the person to, for example, just make a sandwich during the day, or if they can't use your eating utensils properly to help them with feeding, there is, of course, a very high risk mm. that this person will actually become malnourished over time. And these are just some of the nutrition-related challenges that our clients face in their communities. And so during the rehabilitation process, we hope to, first of all, identify those challenges and then, of course, to address and to help our clients overcome those challenges. Do you have situations where patients become constipated? Because I know of someone that was not even disabled and the person, you know, there are these weird and wonderful diets out there, Alta, and this person started eating yogurt for seven days, yogurt sure. in the morning, yogurt at lunch, yogurt at supper time, and ended up seriously constipated. Now, in the situation with a disabled person, if that person becomes constipated, does it present a huge problem? And as a dietitian, how do you deal with it? It is definitely a huge problem. It is actually, if you look at research, it's one of the things that has the biggest effect on a person's quality of life when they have a disability is the bowel management. So constipation and the term fecal incontinence, and that of course refers to the lack of control over the bowel or the defecation process, occur very commonly in persons with disabilities. The main reason being the loss of nervous system input to the gut. So just as the person's legs are not working because he's disabled, so also the gut will also be affected. So the gut will basically work slower and it will take longer for food to move through the gut, especially in the colon. Other contributing factors are the use of medications, too little fluid intake because people struggle to go to the toilet, maybe to urinate, and also the immobility, of course. It's very important that the clients take the medication as prescribed by the doctor, but the diet, of course, plays a very important role. It should be a healthy, well-balanced diet with a main focus that it, there should be enough fiber mm. in the diet. 
and fiber coming from unrefined plant foods like starches, like oats, brown or whole wheat bread, brown rice, plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables, and of course also legumes like lentils and beans. And the other important part is to take in a lot of fluid, especially a lot of water. Try to reduce the intake of things like sugar-sweetened beverages, like gas cool drinks, juices. A lot of our patients or our clients take sports drinks. That is also not advised because it is too high in energy and it can actually lead to weight gain. Hmm. With me in the studio today, Alta Barnard-Ball. She is dietitian at the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. Alta, thank you for joining us in the studio. What would you most want us to remember about today's discussion? For me, I think that there's a big difference between a person with a disability and a sickly person. A lot of our clients are, even though they have a disability, they are extremely healthy and they do more things than what able-bodied people do. So I think my take-home message would be to look after yourself if you have a disability because your health is really your biggest thing that you have to protect yourself and to lead a full life. And of course, a diet is also a very important part of, of being healthy. So I would say really look after your health, eat healthily, and make sure that your diet is a very important part of your life. Alta, thank you for a most informative discussion. And uh, thank you also for the fantastic work that you are doing as dietitian and part of the multidisciplinary team at the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. Thank you. Thank you for having me.